come in the morning. That is one big pile of shit. You talking to me? Hasta la vista, baby. Welcome to Commando Prom, the podcast where we watch and review action movies through a critical lens. I am one of your hosts, Ethan Willard. And I'm Johnny Gaynor. I was going to try and throw you off and say I'm Johnny Gaynor and see how you Do the old dealt with it. Uh, like a, a Regis and Kelly kind of thing. Yeah. How much do you know about Regis and Kelly? <laughs> Apparently, actually, I do know a little bit. Apparently, it wasn't as amicable as it seemed on set. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. that's that's not surprising. I think Kelly thought Regis was a little annoying. I'm I'm sure he thought Kelly was a little annoying. That's yeah. I mean, he did pass away, so he should be. Did he? Yeah, he, he's Whoopsies. dead. <laughs> <laughs> my my bad. The Who Wants to Be a Millionaire guy is gone. Whoops. Sorry, folks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you hear some clinking. From time to time, uh, we're drinking some drinks. We Summer got, drinks. Yeah, we got some swizzle sticks. I'm not going to explain what those are. You nope. can use your imagination on those. Today we're talking about 2010's The Crazies, a movie that it's not exactly a zombie movie. No. But it has the same vibe. Yeah. I would say. Is that vibe possession? Yeah, I guess like people not in their right mind, biologically, mentally. Would you call the the people who are the crazies in the film? Would you call them like no longer themselves? Whoa, because that's the whole thing with zombies is they are undead. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I don't think I would call them not themselves. That's a hard one. Yeah, but. Maybe we'll get into why I think that later. Yeah, it does seem like as the... Well, I don't know, because it kind of differs from every crazy you see in the movie. Mm-hmm. Which I know is an ableist term, but, you know, I didn't pick the title. No. <laughs> <laughs> this 2010. Yeah. I didn't care. I didn't Things are, that, that was a wild year. Was it? What happened in 2010? I was released from high school. <laughs> <laughs> that was major... Uh-huh. Uh, two years out. They of, let you out. Yes, two yeah. years out of the financial crisis or beginning of it. That's true. So movies, I would imagine, especially, you know, they take years to make. This is a financial crisis baby movie. That's true. I was one year uh, into my ver- into freshman year of college. Mm, crazy time. Super depressed. Yeah. <laughs> um. I actually rented this movie from the family video at my college campus because they had an insane deal. It was like three movies for like five bucks or something like that. That's awesome. So I would rent movies all the time. Um, Your question for today is a simple, it's a would you rather. Mm. Would you rather be in this sort of apocalypse, a Mm. crazy sort of apocalypse, um, or... Would you rather be in a zombie apocalypse? I think I would rather be in this sort of apocalypse. Mm-hmm. 
And the reason being is zombies. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Apocalypses. Mm-hmm. Um, All those are right. Yeah. They, they, it seems still less un, uh, understandable. Where this, I could almost wrap my head around a biological sort of weapon weapon that turns people. Like I said, I think that's why I still think they're still of some of their own capacities. Yeah. Where a zombie is so removed from anything, I don't know, human or understandable. Yeah. Um, I'd rather deal with the... The yeah the the brute the little bit of logic that makes sense in the crazies yeah um, what about you I think I would do the zombie apocalypse because if I had to defend myself I <sighs> think I would feel less trauma oh, killing a zombie than shit. I would a crazy right they don't look you in the eyes as much yeah they're like fully. They don't. They don't got no souls right, anymore. Right, right, right. So, do you think the cra- the the type of person that's in the crazies is still them? It's hard because like some of them, some of them are different in the movie. Some of them seem like very intelligent. Mm-hmm. They certainly seem to like think. Right. Some of them can even kind of talk. Like kind they, of. they kind. It's almost like a very advanced stage of dementia yeah. where they're like repeating certain phrases oh, and words yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then also weirdly, some of them seem like n- non-violent because there's a scene in the movie where you see this older woman walking around to all the corpses mm-hmm. uh, saying, I forget what she says, but I would have to, I, I assume that she had the bug. Mm-hmm. And the um, one woman riding the bike when the town's empty. Oh, that's there's a lot of creepy moments. In yeah, this, but in but yes, yeah, some still seen, and maybe that's stages of the virus. Maybe, yeah, but yeah, you're right. To kill someone who just seems off, you know, yeah. mentally is a little more. Why do you think that n- no zombie movie or media, as far as I know, they never there's never a cure. Hmm. For being a zombo. Well, I guess I'm racking my brain. In the tra- in the traditional zombie stuff, Night of the Living Dead, Walking Dead, all that stuff, you literally die and then you come back as a zombie. So I guess it would be hard to cure that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also what keeps it removed. Again, like the 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 concept of a zombie is so scary because it's so opposite of living. It's just yeah, yeah. So a cure would be some sort of plot point, but it would be not nearly as uh, effective in the intensity of an, a zombie. You yeah, you would think there would be something. Like, at least the people that get bitten. Mm-hmm. It's you know you can come on. There's good, there's good science out there. There's got to be. <laughs> there has to be. We've made so many zombie movies. I know. In the situation of The Last of Us, that makes sense because it's like it's fungal. Yeah, it's that crazy fungus. Yeah, yeah. But the ones that are just like I bite now, I want to eat. Mm. It, there's no there's no lot. Yeah, there's nowhere to put like. Well, where could this be stemming from? Yeah. Biologically, you think the motivation of the the mold people in the Last of Us is like they just want to become algae? 
Yeah, they just want to vibe. Yeah. They want to chill. Yeah. And spread. You know, they're going to spread, but... Oh, yeah. Why not? They be spreading. <laughs> uh, right. So that was your question. And this is uh, our last movie of our zombie theme. Mm. Um, started with a stinker, <laughs> ending with, I would say, a pretty decent movie. I, what, how I, did you feel? I really like this movie. This yeah. is one of the ones that... Every once in a while we say it's just a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. This was an extremely entertaining movie to watch. There's a couple things, like a classic, you know, why would they do that Yep. type of thought yep. in my head. But There's a couple of things at the end in yeah. particular. <laughs> but it's a great, I think it's just a really fun watch. Yeah, it's uh, like Atomic Blonde. It is breezy. Mm-hmm. It moves fast. But and it's so enjoyable. Yeah. At no point am I like needing it to slow down or go faster it's a perfect it feels like you're just going to the movies like yeah what it used to be like to go to the movies oh i haven't been there in a long time i think i saw this in the movies when i was did you yeah i think i might have too now that i'm like thinking a, about it feels it. like a great movie theater movie yeah yeah i used to go to the movie theater all the time there's like passes you can get and oh yeah, they're bringing them back now. Yeah, you can like buy like subscriptions, and it gives you, you know so many movies a month to go see. I'd never use it. No, I don't think I'd use it. Yeah, movie theaters though are different. With yeah, the seats, the seats, the food. Now it's like they give you an entire meal. Oh, I slept through most of Dune <laughs> when I went to go see it. <laughs> I had like three drinks, a, a whole thing of mozzarella sticks, and then. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing is now there's alcohol easily available oh, in yeah. most movies. And it was winter and it was heated seats. And it's like, <laughs> what What else am I going to... It's Dune. Did you go see it with Spencer? Yeah, it was me, Spencer, Rory, and Grace. Did she fall asleep? Did no. anybody else fall asleep? Me and Rory passed out. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, we were both out in like 10 minutes. <laughs> but we were toasty in all ways that, uh, you know, of the man. word that's a bummer have you seen it since yeah then, then we rewatched it, it okay. was great yeah it is a good movie it was really good but my my comfiness overcame me <laughs> i personally love falling asleep to a movie spencer can't stand it i can't i this is another situation yep. in which we find out that spencer and i are very like-minded yep i cannot do it no oh, i love it if I put if I put on a unless I put on the movie a movie because I'm having a tough time sleeping mm. like I've already been in bed and I can't sleep yeah then sure oh you give me the mummy a Ooh, nice blanket that's a good move that's a good comfort movie a glass of chocolate milk I got oh my god five or ten minutes and I'm out are you a baby in this <laughs> <laughs> that is my babiness <laughs> give me like a mid two thousands just you know. What what kind of genre is that? Funny action? The Mummy? Yeah. Comedy action? <laughs> I feel like that movie was comedy by coincidence. Mm, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Brent I don't know Fraser if they set out to be... I never saw the original Mummy. Oh I've only seen The Mummy Returns. You got time tonight? Put it on, get some chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how long you last. <laughs> That I like, I will not fall asleep. Yeah, if Spencer, you challenge just, me, I, yeah. <laughs> I if there is a storyline, it could be the worst movie in the world, and she's like, I have to know how it ends. What about Resident Evil? Welcome to Raccoon. She went to bed. Yeah, <laughs> but back. she decided, and she had to get up for work. 
like when you're when the way you're explaining to me is like my dad in which like they have full intention of watching the film and then they just fall asleep oh that's my dad that's where i got it from Mm. it's actually mostly my mom not my dad i shouldn't Mm. throw my dad under the bus like that no i got that right from my dad Mm. uh do you want to take us to production corner yeah so as you said 2010 in my mind i'm immediately thinking about 2008 financial crisis but so i'm curious you know they they had 20 million dollar budget mm-hmm. um that, which is cool that that makes sense it's it seems small as, i was gonna say it's not as high as i would think there's like only like one big effect in the movie yeah no real effects are you talking about the end yeah yeah <laughs> <was> pretty big <laughs> no real effects but crazy makeup crazy True. sort of set and makeup design i did not remember how visceral the blood is yeah in this movie. yeah it's rough it's rough but yeah pretty low budget i'd say but they gross 55 million which is oh yeah it's good you, lo- you love to see it you love to see a, a winner um directed by breck i want to go over that breck mm-hmm. eisner mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> and a screenplay from scott kozar that sounds kozar. right yeah do you know of either of them no i did i think i looked up breck breck does a lot of remakes it looks like oh does he yeah he did texas chainsaw massacre the newer uh-huh. like, probably the same era i think uh-huh. um did he do another movie in 2010 breck mm-hmm. yeah it was um let me pull it up but yeah he seems like i think that was also a remake that he might have done yeah i i was Surprised to learn that the crazies was a, originally a George Romero joint. Mm-hmm. 1973. Yeah. It, that he never made? No. Well, what do you mean he never made? Did he actually... Did that movie ever come oh, out? Oh, the movie's out. Oh, it is? Oh, did, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, in a, I guess a little bit of the production notes, the woman that we'll return to about, I don't know, probably halfway through the movie, one of the scary, creepy scenes mm-hmm. of uh, a woman just riding around a deserted town... On, the, and on like a bike humming. and humming to herself. Uh, she was in the original 1973 film. Holy smokes. Yeah, she's the co-star. And so that was her little cameo. She looks so young. Yeah, I'd say she looks like she's supposed to be playing 40 or 50, but that would make her... That's Yeah, that's like that. A you can't really get a good look at her. So No, but still, she would have to be like a young adult teenager. Yeah. Uh, in the original. Yeah. Um, he did remakes of Flash Gordon and the Brood. In 2009. Is that what you're thinking of? Yep, that's on. <laughs> it's the brood. <laughs> yeah, it's like all remakes. It's interesting. Good old brick. Um, but uh, yeah, I like that in both the IMDb, Wikipedia, anywhere I looked up the film, everything about him remaking it saying it's an update to the storyline of the original. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> you said that so confidently. <laughs> um. Well, reading interviews with him, or not interviews, reading reviews of the movie, mm. which review generally pretty positively. Yeah. Um, a lot of people said that it was pretty faithful to the original screenplay. Okay. When I, so I, I think I just kept updates reading. means updating the time, the time characters, yeah. that yeah. sort of thing. They had newer cars. Well, not really. Because apparently the truck that they drive around, the Ford, is uh-huh. in 1973. Oh, When daddy. the first movie came out. Where the movie takes place, Ogden Marsh. Yeah. What state is that? Iowa. To... Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the filming takes place in Georgia, uh, but a couple scenes. Why do they all like have slight accents? 
Do people in South, Iowa have accents? Southern Iowa. Uh, that's like that's like a. Here's one thing you'll quickly learn about me: my sense of geography is real bad. And I love geography. I think <laughs> I think it's amazing. That's why <laughs> absolute useless information. That's why we're co-hosts. That's right. I am very bad with directions. I am awful. With the, I'm really? awful at geography and directions. I just like it. Okay. <laughs> no, I love, like, I'll go out on my bike for a walk, hike. I definitely think I know where I am. And I am lost oh, in five no. or ten minutes. Are you one you of those? You've seen me bike to your house. That's true. It takes me a long time. To be fair, that was a that was a unique day. It was very it unique. It was very rainy. I got very lost. Yeah. Um, are you one of those people that when you get lost, you will not admit that you're lost i admit it it's a it's as irrational as it gets i completely admit i'm lost and i will do nothing about it Uh, you just keep getting lost just further lost because you know it's part of the experience that is true so what would you (laughs) i'm the journey type (laughs) type of person question what would you do in the situation of like blair witch project (laughs) i'd be fucking dead (laughs) (laughs) die i would die yeah that whatever and one of my favorite movies. One Blair of my f- Witch. Yeah, one of my favorite types of movie. horror concepts. Like it's barely like anything like scary in it. Exactly. So whatever that thing is. Yeah. Because I don't even know what to call it. Yeah. Yeah, it would have got me. Mm. I would have gotten lost. And just been. And just thought it wasn't a big stoked. deal. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd be scared, but I'd die. Can you imagine if they redid that movie same way, same three actors, <laughs> but instead of this time being scared of their loss, they're just stoked? They're just like, whatever. <laughs> they just keep getting high and like chilling. Maybe the witch leaves you alone if you're okay with being lost. Well, and that's like, we'll always talk about what's the point of an uh, action film. What's the point of a scary movie? And I think your original question about... Are these zombie? Are these the crazies like zombies? What are the point of zombies? But the same thing is like, yeah, kind of. What's the point of a horror film? Yeah. If you're not scared, the thing probably leaves you alone. Like Paranormal Activity, that would be a lot different of a movie if they never freaked out. And if she didn't have the uh, family history. Well, that would yeah. Because I think wasn't wasn't the whole point of that <laughs> movie haunted. was it was like a family ghost. Yeah, as the movies go on, I guess some are like older, like in yeah. chronological order. Yeah, I, I, guess I you stopped have, after the second. Yeah, I guess you gotta have. If you're possessed and haunted, that's pretty hard to beat. And this movie would I would I wouldn't call this movie straight up horror. No, but it's it's still scary. Yeah, but I it's would, not horror. I would. There is. Well, there is actually a. De- there is a decent amount of action, not in the sense of like choreograph, like right. fight scenes, but guns. But and... like, yeah, guns. People like you know trying to survive and defend themselves. Yeah, it do- It is described as an American horror film. But I agree. I don't yeah. think it's like pure horror. It's not a lot of jump scares or anything. Not that that makes it a horror. There's a couple thing. of things I got me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's just creepy. But I, I am easily jump scared. Yeah. It's just creepy for the most part. But yeah, more production. Um, uh, Almost Human Studios, which I thought was a pretty apt name. It's pretty good. Yeah, it does the makeup. Um, and I think for me, mostly because this is like a lot of what's written about the film, but also definitely the where I would imagine a lot of the time and budget went into is that makeup and set design of each of these yeah. uh, infected people. It is gory. It's insane. Yeah, and, and like when they're 
more infected like right. the more time they the, like the like dark veins you see in them yeah. yeah have you seen the movie quarantine i love that movie it's the same makeup artist ah Studio. yeah I never saw it, but I know it had a resurgence once the pandemic. You like that movie because it's a hand cam movie. Oh, shit. And it's based off of a Spanish film called Rec, R-E-C, like recording. Mm. Uh, That's even better. Oh, cool. Um, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, But the the makeup design is is described as go under the skin (gasps) because (laughs) the majority of what makes these people look, again, if we're comparing them to quote-unquote whatever a normal human looks like uh it is this sort of veiny Mm -hmm. uh blood issue yes corrupted blood (laughs) but that's what it's an under the skin sort of like issue everyone's sort of jaundiced like yellow veiny their eyes are all kind of bugged out can you imagine if that was just the plot of the movie that everybody just got jaundice well like <laughs> that's what the beginning <laughs> reflecting on the last episode the beginning of welcome to raccoon city for a little while everyone's just kind of like bald that and, is and ugly. true yeah and like no they one, all are like anemic i'm still stuck on that like the town like the neighbors are just looking at each other like damn jerry's all fucked up looking but <laughs> you know whatever teaches him <laughs> he's like losing his hair and looking wet we got oh we gotta get past that movie or else it's gonna haunt us forever this this makeup on the other hand is great and ultimately the director was looking for a hyper alive effect yeah i mean it works yeah so again this the craziness the infection the zombiness of this film is hyper alive like these people are are more maybe human than because they're because they're so violent because probably. they're violent yeah, yeah. i guess it, it really just comes back to well and I, I don't know if you're gonna say something about this as well but it's very reminiscent of like the happening type of drive it's it's yeah it's, bring up that movie <laughs> one of the greatest movies of all time i mean the acting by mark Wal. oh my god oh my god it's so that, good that guy has definitely deserved what he got fucking <laughs> he's a turd yeah i really don't like mark Wahlberg, but that is neither here nor there but this hyper alive effect uh the director made any decision that they made they would have to research medical textbooks and consult medical professionals so that the design of infection looked legitimate that is so cool that is very cool because they, they tried to do stuff that he said was just it's unrealistic so he wouldn't let them make them too gory i i, I honestly really appreciate that because yeah. i thought all the people who were infected were very scary they look the stir yeah because of the way they look and especially in some of the scenes where they are isolated with them because mm-hmm. they're can't there's not really a scene where the where they're all kind of together you know in like a classic like zombie zombie, movie where there's like a horde of them it doesn't i don't i can't remember anything well no and i think even from the first time you see these people getting infected there's a huge part of to me the the importance it's the isolation that these people are isolating themselves and they're removed from the town that a town again we'll get more into the plot but this is a small Iowa town where everybody knows your name. Yeah. And these people who are acting crazy is because they're not, you know, conversing and communicating in their community like they usually would. Yeah. They seem isolated, distant, and that's the craziness. I thought that, yeah, one of the things the movie did really well was getting across the point that 
I mean, they say it at the front. I think it's a town of like 1,200 people. Yep. Most people know each other. Yeah. Everyone, Most people yeah. are farmers. Um, the character that we follow is the sheriff, so obviously he has more incentive to know mm-hmm. the folks that he is uh, under his care. Yeah. Uh, and his wife is a doctor, so. Yep. Yep. Um, so they see everybody. Mm-hmm. From the town drunk, as we'll see, to, yeah, if anybody who needs to go to the doctor. Yeah. I thought that was portrayed pretty well. Yeah. I'm also a sucker for like small town movies where bad shit happens. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the uh the makeup crew was supposed to design the infection based off of uh like commonly seen physical traits that you would get with rabies, tetanus, and Stevens Johnson syndrome. Don't know what that is. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. But rabies and like Rabies I know. Yeah. yeah. I could see that makes you Yeah, no for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I was going to say about the, the makeup design was just this one quote I found online from the makeup artist saying that we were given uh, the design idea of, in quotes, stress. So the movie was supposed to be designed for stress. <laughs> <laughs> so it works. And vague. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. It, it keeps you, yeah, it's like a, again, it's not a horror that's like ultimately scare shot after scare shot. It's yeah. just a building of stress. It's the... Another thing I think they do well is it's the horror of seeing all these people that you know pretty well right. become so violent mm-hmm. and ultimately die. A small town where you would never hurt each other. Yeah, there's a pretty good, there's a pretty like shocking scene at the end where uh, uh, Rada Mitchell, who plays Judy, uh, opens up this big truck and sees all the dead charred bodies in there and like them realizing that like they're the, they're never going to let them go. Yep. Um, hell yeah. Any other production thing? Uh, A couple, but they'll happen as we talk about the, the sequence of the plot, the movie. Yeah. You want to get into the plot? Sure. All righty. So like we said, this movie is, uh, is a small town horror movie. Uh, small town zombie adjacent movie mm-hmm. um, because it's not exactly people eating each other. Uh, it's people being the virus that they are infected with. They It makes them violent. Yes. Um, and the virus is, I was initially kind of annoyed at the beginning of the movie with like the top down satellite view yeah. of like the military or whatever. But then it made sense to me as mm-hmm. the plot went on. Um, and yeah, we start in the I, first of all as a damn good opening. Oh yeah, of the town on fire yeah. and like everything is destroyed, and then you get the kind of black thing that says two days later yep. or two days earlier. Yep. So and we know how it ends. It's wild <laughs> that that all happened in two days. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy um, how like just quickly things deteriorated for this town. Yep. Which I guess makes sense. Um, As we'll see what the point of the virus is. Yes. Um, So two main characters in this film. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, uh, like the elephants in Lord of the Rings, plays uh, Sheriff David Dutton. Oh, Lord Uh, of the Rings. Yeah, they call him Oliphant. At least that's how I pronounce his name. It's probably not how you pronounce his name, but I'm going to keep on pronouncing it. I miss that. Um, Rada Mitchell plays Judy, uh, David's wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe his name is Joe Anderson, plays Russ, mm-hmm. the deputy. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of the three main characters. And then you have Becky, who comes in later, later who's kind of like uh, 
Judy's like administrative assistant yeah. that she, she cares a lot about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it has this really just, you get a really good sense of the town because it kind of, it opens up on this, it opens up on a ball game. I think it's supposed to be Memorial Day. Is it? Weekend. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> this will come out later, but we are recording on Memorial Day weekend right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheers to that. Cheers. Um, so, and we get, do you, are you familiar with any of the actors? Rada Mitchell or yes, Tennessee? Um, the, the sergeant's like, sidekick, what was his name? Russ? The characters, right? Yeah, but that actor in Across the Universe. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He's British, by the way. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, he does a great. Again, you're saying this like weird Midwest Southern accent. Yeah, he uh, is in a, another horror movie that is very also very violent called The Ruins. Oh, have you heard of that movie? Mm-hmm. That movie's rough. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't have to watch that for Hopefully this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the only other one was a. Uh, I mean, I definitely know the main police officer, but the Judy was supposed to be played by Elizabeth Banks originally. Really? Yeah, but she turned it down because she felt it was too f- familiar, similar to the role she played in Slither, 2006 film about like bugs that infect that you. That is interesting because that's like a comedy horror movie. Oh, really? <laughs> I get the compulsion. I mean, Rod, I love Rod Mitchell. I think yeah. she did a pretty good job with Judy. And I'm just a huge, I'm a big Timmy fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've watched Justified as like one of my favorite shows. Mm. Um, uh, Deadwood oh, is really good. Okay. Yeah, he's definitely familiar. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't get, I feel like he doesn't get that many lead actor parts in movies. Right. Uh, so it's, it was good to see. He's just got a ton of like gravitas to him. He's, mm-hmm. He plays it really well. Yeah. He plays like a sheriff really that is well. really concerned <laughs> with this small fan or this small community really yeah. well. Yeah, I thought all the acting was like. I don't. Yeah, no, none of my notes are about that. Acting. It could be us being deprived of good acting coming coming <laughs> off of Resident <laughs> Evil, but that was great. Definitely no, felt good. It was definitely better. Um, yeah. So it's this small town, uh, town of Ogden Marsh, which is in Iowa. They're yep. they're they're all at a ball game. They're all having a grand old time. Oh yeah. Um, Judy lets uh, l- little Becky uh, cut out of work early. Uh, because her her boyfriend is pitching. I know. I thought that was so dumb. It's so cute. One of my first notes. She's like, "Can I please go to the game?" <laughs> it's so cute. She's like, "Get out of here!" Come on. It's that small. It's again. It's supposed to show like everyone knows each other. We want to support each other, and like we're also no one's in a hurry. You're we're telling gonna... me if Spencer is pitching a game, you wouldn't try and get out of work? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. So. We uh we see them we see them at the game uh specifically we see David and Russ yep. and everybody's having a hooting hollering time and then you see uh what is purported to be the town drunk. It uh, definitely he's <laughs> regardless if he's drunk. The one note I made is like I don't remember this the first time I watched. He's really dirty. He's a <laughs> filthy man. <laughs> Regardless of what we what happens coming up in the scene, like I just don't know why he's so dirty. Well, you got to keep in mind that most of these people are farmers. True, but he's like sooty. That's true. I don't know where he's been. 
<laughs> I've done my fair share of gardening. I don't end up looking like that. You don't end up sooty. No. <laughs> um, yeah, he comes like traipsing on to the uh, to the baseball. Uh, what do you call it? Diamond? The, the outfield. Well, he's coming in from the outfield. Right. Um, and David immediately assumes that he's drunk because right. I guess this guy, guy has a reputation, but we find out later that he's been sober he's for been two trying. years. Yeah, he's been trying. Um, and he was like really proud of that. Um, David, and again, Timmy does a great job of like giving him all the opportunities. He's like, you're drunk, go home. Like, just turn around, go home. And meanwhile, this guy has a shotgun. Yeah. So everybody is a little on edge. At the game, like, immediately pauses, um, and everybody's trying to figure out what to do. Um, he then very quickly uh, whips his shotgun up really fast. Yeah. And David gets really concerned, and he's like, hold on here. Still gives him a minute. Still gives him a minute. He's doing a pretty decent job at like trying to de-escalate the situation. And it's only until he, it looks like he's about to aim his gun that David, unfortunately, has to take quick action and, and shoots him. Yeah. And is immediately horrified by what he did. Right. He definitely knew this guy cared about him. Yeah. And this is kind of this is the first set of events that starts letting the dominoes fall. Right. And the movie goes fast, like you said. Really fast. Things, there's like maybe a night where yeah. they have like a little bit of downtime. Yeah. But, but other than that, it, it moves really fast. Um, and in that night, David is obviously like pretty upset because, right. you know, he's the he is the duly appointed sheriff of this town. He's supposed to protect these people, not kill these people. And he probably never uses his gun, like the classic yeah. saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't strike. He does strike me as a person who is experienced, but he doesn't strike me as a person who is killed. Killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, you know, they kind uh, of get this pretty rough scene where he goes to the church where uh, the family members of the. Do you remember what the character's name is that walks out on the field? No. Me neither. No. It's not really that important. No. But another thing that sticks with David's character is the look on his face. Yeah. It's very. There's nothing there. Right. Again, and yeah, this is like a theme throughout the crazies. Yeah, and at this point, you'd have to assume that the virus that is doing this to this people, he's like the he's like patient zero. Right. Um, is he has been infected for at least a little while. Right. Um, so yeah, we get a we get a scene where David goes home. He's can't sleep and he's woodworking. And I, and I, I specifically wrote down in my in my notes. He's like Timmy looking hot as hell. Yeah, just doing his thing, <laughs> sweating, stressing. Oh God, he's just looking great. Um, so they uh oh, also there is like a isn't there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm moving. I'm moving too fast through the plot. There's also there's a scene uh, where Chris or not Chris, uh, David and Russ are called out uh, because these three guys are hunting out of season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is where we start seeing what what might be going on. They see a big plane. Yeah. 
that has crashed. <laughs> well, there, no, I mean, there's a couple. There's some scenes in between where they find these three guys hunting find uh, a guy with a parachute dead in the water. Right, and he's very decomposed. Right, and then it's kind of up to the police force to figure out why yeah. or what's going on, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but they don't know about the plane until there's been rumors about some sort of explosion that happened down there on some, something like yeah and they're talking about some explosion down on something lake and so like no one's gone and checked that lake and so they take a boat out there and there's just yeah a massive plane under them my first complaint oh yeah how the hell did no one notice a plane 100 it's so frustrating that's like my one big thing is why or yeah just how it would have been almost more interesting if the plot of the movie started with all like the town seeing the plane go down right and like and so the, and like an yeah the, yeah and the sheriff like kicking into high gear like right. i don't i don't think that would have hurt the story no it's, it's weirder just, it's this idea that everybody's going i have no idea a plane crashed here <laughs> it's this is a silent plane crash I don't know. it makes no damn sense well there was rumors of this explosion so like i guess people talked but it just shows and i think points and it's supposed to maybe point to like how small and simple-minded this town is. Yeah. yeah yeah i guess but then after that yeah then they go to the mayor of the town who, yeah. for some reason, again, how many people would you say was here? I think it's like 1,200. 1,200 people, and this mayor is living a Large. lifestyle that is like, for like a mayor of like a major city. Yeah. Like he's, we like, only see this mayor once, and yeah. he is living large pretty bad he's not a good person he refuses to turn the water off because if you turn the water off that would greatly affect which is what it what is a farming community right all the crops uh checking out again doing research online of the production one of the um what they consider a sort of misstep in the in the movie storyline is that any drinking water wouldn't be diverted for that massive scale of farming water yeah. yep uh so really wouldn't have been a big deal yeah i do have kind of yeah a couple of gripes with how the virus is then spread which is intimated it's through the water right. and it's like kind of dependent on how far you are from the water how main. far how often are you drinking it how yeah how often you're drinking it how far you are out from the center of town i would have liked if it was like that there was a town drunk who just was like the last guy to not get infected at the end because he doesn't drink water (laughs) and he's just wandering around drunk like where the fuck is everybody (laughs) yeah david and judy seem to be pretty far out uh of the town center right so i guess Um, they're not infected yeah and i guess prior to that um we uh we have like a little scene with uh david and russ in the in the sheriff's department you get more of a introduction into russ and i wrote in my notes that (laughs) russ looks like a little little shrimpy to be a cop he is very skinny his shirt it's the type of like cop shirt or like i don't know uniform shirt you'd see someone get like the first or second day on the job it's so starchy and stiff it's like really boxy looking on him and like three sizes too big. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks teeny. But yeah, th- that's nothing to say of like his acting. He's just like very lanky. Oh, it's great. Um, I think he's yeah one of the best in the movie. Yeah, so when um when old David goes home and is like very upset, uh, 
towards the end of that night, he gets a call because another person has a little episode, and this right. is like the whole sequence of uh, of a guy named Bill, um, who we get this pretty tense sequence of this family. It's a mom and her son, uh, and her son being worried about uh, her uh, his dad, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that he left his big tractor on in his uh, in his shed giant tractor very scary scene too yeah and the lady when she goes out to check on it stands directly in front of it and when and even saying big tractor it's like a giant tilling machine it's yeah it's a plow i don't know much about i would say it looks hey everybody if you think that this doesn't sound continuous it's because it's not something about my antivirus on my computer for some reason, stopped us for, for recording, and we didn't realize it. <laughs> for so a minute. We're going to have to pick up where we left off, which was where you were talking about the tractor. Right. Uh, the woman goes into the driver's seat of the tractor, sees that Bill is in there. She turns the tractor off. She hears her son yelling for her, so she goes back into the house. Mommy, mommy. I did that. Yeah. Johnny did it. Yeah. That was... You should have heard it the first time. Yeah, that was really good. You had to be there. <laughs> it was better. Um... She finds her kid in the uh, in a closet. She goes into the closet. She hears her husband traipsing up the stairs, real scary like. Um, he there's a whole jump scare where he looks in the keyhole and sees them in there, and then locks the door and then proceeds to burn the house down. Right. And prior to this is a scene with Judy where she um, where Bill is at the doctor's office. Um, and she recommends to his wife to take him in for a CAT scan because he's like he has this like deadpan look, and he's repeating himself to her. Yes, uh, as if he doesn't really recognize what the issue is. Right. She's asking him questions about like what are you going to do this weekend, and he's saying she worries too much. Yeah, I'll be fine. And then before that, we also get another scene with David where he's at. He goes back to uh, the ballpark at the scene of the crime, and he sees the principal of the town also sitting there with right. just dead a dead stare. Right, and he won't answer him until he's yelling his name over and over. Yeah. And then he repeats himself, saying, the kids are resilient. They'll be fine. Right, right, right. The and repeating then, is really creepy. It is, and then he, like, snaps out of it again and says, like, I have to go back to class. Yeah. Which then oh. I thought, like, watching the movie, like, as the movie continues on again, this is fast. People are getting infected fast. What is the the principal either teaching or doing inside the school? Such, this? such a good question. <laughs> and like, luckily we don't see any like children get infected, which would be that a little been rough. strange. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm just picturing they're all just like waiting around for him to start class. And he's just staring. I mean, it is inferred that one is burned to death by Bill. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah, David's called out to the scene and, again, for some reason takes Judy. I don't – I guess because Judy has an interest in the wellness of the people. And if she's the only doctor, maybe she also plays, like, coroner and yeah. has to do autopsies yeah. and whatnot because there's a murder. She gets obviously very upset at yeah. Bill. It was like, I just saw you. Like, what happened? Um, and he's just whistling. <sighs> yeah. A lot of – again, the creepiness is the – the little stuff. It's the little stuff, and it's the isolating, despondent stuff. Because small town juxtaposed to, I'm not here is I don't know. I think creepy. Where a small town, everybody has time for small, small talk and conversation, and he's just completely despondent. Yeah. Um, 
So he takes Bill to DeClink. Yep. Um, and then we get the scene, and Bill is giving him, Bill's doing that stare. Right. And David is like, that's the same goddamn scare or stare that I got from the other two people. Right. The principal and the guy that he shot. So he thinks something's up. Yeah. So he goes to the mayor. Mm-hmm. The mayor is like, I'm going to keep on swimming. We can't turn the water off. David wants to turn the water off, but the mayor doesn't want to because he's like, how... I couldn't get reelected if I turned the water right. off and this all the crops die. A farming town. Yeah. Um, to some of the film's credit, we talked about how how did nobody notice a plane going down? Right. David does ask that question. Right. At a certain point, but he's not really given an answer. But it's kind of alluded either now or maybe later in the film that maybe the mayor knows more than he's letting on. Yeah, even though we never see him again. That's the only scene with the mayor, I think. I think towards the end. Oh. He's on his way out of town. He has a bulletproof vest on. I don't want to give too much away. I don't remember that at all. Well, spoiler, Russ kills him. That's not the mayor. That's not the mayor? No, that's that's one of the army people. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... It's easy to mix up two white bald men. They're both white and bald. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both acting like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. No, that was a, that's like one of the military guys. All right. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. So, yeah, we never seen this mayor again. Yeah. I guess he's just still chilling by the pool. He doesn't know anything's going Not on. All. And what's also creepy to me is right after the scene with the mayor, things go downhill fast. Very quick. But what's interesting is they go downhill in like a quiet way uh david rushes back to the sheriff's office to get his uh i think to get his gun um he sees that bill is like slamming his head up against the 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 cell and then another thing is that he tries to call somebody and he notices that the phone is out and then the internet is also out right and all these things are happening really quietly prior to that you get the stupid satellite overhead view that says quarantine protocol. Right. Or Initiate. Like, yeah. So you, obviously it's because all these things are happening because the military's coming to town, baby. Right. Um, People know that the town is infected. Yeah. Um, he then goes, he walks out of uh, the sheriff's office and like nobody's walking around in the main drag. This is where we see the girl singing on the bike, who is apparently a cameo from the earlier movie, which is cool. Um, He then gets really concerned, and he rushes over to the coroner's office. Yeah. Um, And the guy who was going to do the autopsy, who he initially meets at the, uh, the lake with the, with the dead guy, with yeah. the guy who uh, with the dead parachute man yeah um autopsy man the coroner is now fully infected yeah he's all and attacks david right with a buzz saw yep it's a really tense scene yeah uh and almost dies um until david is able to like shrug him off and like puts the saw into him yeah, it's we get our first like sense of gore. Yeah, it's so. pretty yucky, and it's pretty shocking because again, I did not remember how bloody this movie There's is. A lot of blood um, it goes and, everywhere, and then you get kind of this 
silly little scene where after he kills him with the buzzsaw, the buzzsaw, no, he's not holding it's it so anymore, dumb. so it kind of chases David. It's so dumb, and it's like going right for his dick, and he's yeah. like, he can't do anything about it, but like his just, legs are spread and like ready to and accept Russ it. Russ just steps on it, <laughs> on the and then it's fine again. Yeah, and then the, the, a similar thing like this happens again towards the end of the movie. Yep. Which yeah. again, I was like, come on, guys, we were doing so well. Yeah, we can skip that. We don't need it to happen. Um, so he then goes back. He tries to go and get Judy. Um, Judy, do, Judy's like very upset because she doesn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Judy is like, there's somebody in our barn. Right. And, um, then we have, we have a, Tense little scene where he goes in the barn, doesn't see anything, and then the military shows up and takes them away. Yeah, and one scene before that, that again, like Ethan pointed out, there's a couple scenes where we have like satellite pictures of uh, the main characters in this town, so we know yeah. someone's watching. Um, before he goes in to see the corner, again, it's a deserted street. It's quiet, it's empty, but there's like a black SUV that looks really out of place with blacked out windows. Yeah. And he starts to charge it, and it peels out really quick and leaves. Yes. And so we have an idea that, like, the military's already in town. Yeah. Like, quietly documenting what's happening. Quietly documenting and quietly preparing for for this town. Yes. Which we see very quickly from here, because David and Judy are ushered off to this camp. Yeah, Where the military has everything set up. How they set this up so quickly... And in the and where they found the space that right. no one would notice. Again, it it is nighttime now. That's true. So I guess they're they're erecting tents in minutes and yeah. like just bussing people into basically two different camps. Do you have a fever and do you not have a fever? Yeah, which was a little triggering. I gotta say, really just coming out of COVID. Oh sure. With like the temperature guns. Yeah, they all have temperature guns, and the key point of conflict here is that Judy is pregnant. And has been running a low-grade fever. So she gets chosen as to go with the infected. So does Russ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I point... Why? Was he a because, little sick? He also had a temperature. <laughs> so, um, and that's why he gets really... We'll get to it, but there's a scene where Russ is, like, very concerned that he's going to end up like everybody sick. else. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, David... Gets they get separated. They hit David in the head. Oh yeah, uh, because he's obviously very upset. He's trying to get his wife, and they knock his ass out. Um, he's transported with a bunch of people who are seemingly not infected or don't have a temperature. Right, and he's with a guy who's like very okay with leaving his wife behind. Oh my god, the quote is so. David I... has a really good quote where he says, "How about this? You don't ask me why I'm not willing to leave my wife behind. I won't ask why you are." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, damn, so backhanded. Fucking knocked his ass out, motherfucker. Um, so. He uh, he's able to like pretty easily sneak away and go to back to the sheriff office and get his extra gun. Yeah. Uh, and Russ is there. Russ, because we see this scene where a bunch of people rush the gates where all of the in- seemingly infected are being yeah. held, held, and they drive over the gates 
and like cause a mass breakout. They do a big breakout. Yeah. Um, and you have this really just terrible scene where Judy is strapped into a gurney with poor Becky right next to her. Mm-hmm. And the principal, who is fully infected at this point and has a humongous pitchfork, yeah, is walking around to everybody in the gurneys really slowly and mm. just stabbing all of them. Yes. And again, these are people who are maybe slowly turning infected. Like one guy won't stop laughing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, if you're familiar with the movie, this is the cover of the movie right, with the, the pitchfork. pitchfork. Yeah, dragging uh, with all the blood. Yeah, it's it, a really unsettling scene. And after the breakout, I think it's even creepier because you hear over radios, like all of the military people like, let's get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. And so they all leave. So yeah. now it's just... Or like, they try to. Right. It's just this empty town of two camps of infected and not infected. and you, Yeah, you can kind of get the impression that before the breakout that the military was at least going to try to actually quarantine the situation. Yeah. But then after that, they just kind of throw all caution to the wind, and now it's just like scorched earth. They're going to kill everybody regardless of they're infected or not. Right. And that, But again, to go back to what you're saying, like, we're in the uh, the infected tent, essentially, where everyone's strapped down. Yeah. And uh, Judy is there with her friend. Yeah. yeah well, her, her, like, administrative assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, this guy's, like, slowly going around to all these people. Um, we quickly cut over to Russ and uh, David meeting up at the sheriff's office. And, they're, and he's, like, Russ is, like, we got to get out of here. David is like, I got to go back to get Judy. She's been running a fever all month. And so um, obviously the temperature gun had clocked her as being infected, but it's because she's pregnant. And you have this really cute moment where Russ is like, it's about damn time. It's about damn time. Um, I really like that because you get a good sense that these guys have been working together for right. a while. They're buddies and he's going to help them. Yeah. Um, and they trust each other pretty implicitly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, David comes just in time, just as uh, pitchfork man is about to stab Judy and shoots him. Yep. Um, and these are not like, these are not like zombies. You can shoot these guys anywhere and they go down. Yeah. I do like that. Yeah. They're not invincible by any means. No, they're just uh violent i guess again is they're not inhibited by no, anything except violence just violence um they have there's a lot there's a lot of good tidbit lines that are thrown out here uh where they're they all walk out of like that's i think it's like a school where they're triaging them right um and they see this is where you see the lady like walking around to everybody who's like and, infected but not violent um, and you see everybody is dead. Everything's on fire. Yeah, <laughs> looks bad. And Russ is really scared because he got clocked as one of the infected, and he's like, "I don't want this to happen to me." And he has this good line where he says, "I'm no world beater, but I had plans." Right. I like that line. It's cool. Um, and then Russ is a cool character. Yeah, and then David does this really good speech to get him out of his head and he's like who's the sheriff of this town mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like you are he's like who's the deputy he's like i am and he's like 
what does the deputy do? And he's like, I do what the sheriff tells me. Follow my order. <laughs> he's like, and then I'm telling you, you're not going to get sick. Yeah. Um, that's cute. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's nice. These guys support each other. Yeah. Um, also found it shocking that Becca is supposed to be 17. Oh, weird. That's not a 17 year old. No, this woman looks easily <laughs> in her late 20s. <laughs> and her boyfriend is supposed to be 17. That's why he's playing baseball. Yeah, again, like these these people are not high schoolers. No. Um, so their big plan is to try and find a car mm-hmm. uh, and get to Grand Rapids. Yes. Which is the next major city over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before they can do that, we had a very spooky scene. Not very spooky, but they're walking around the town again. Everything is on fire, and the three hunters from earlier are yes. living their best life, killing everybody. Yeah, I do like that. That their craziness is just like we hunted animals before. Now, now we, we hunt people. Now we hunt people, baby. <laughs> and they're and they're the most like you were saying at the beginning. Cognitive. The Cognizant. They're totally. Con- they're ta- having conversations yeah. with each other. <laughs> At the end, though, because at the end, they're the three in the diner that's yeah, chasing yeah, them. and at, they don't talk. Yeah, then they're, like, pretty far gone at that but point. But at this point, they're like, yeah, go over there, check over. Yeah, but at the beginning, they're having, they're having a great time. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's kind of interesting how this virus affects folks right. in different ways. I mean, makes them all violent, but... Indifferent. Wh- how well they're able to, like, keep their faculties about them is interesting. Yeah, or maybe it's even supposed to, like, all of them seem like they're completely unaware of what they're doing. Like, even the hunters and the way that they're talking about it's like, it's still like they're just hunting yeah. game, not, like, people. Yeah. Like, they don't even know. Yeah, so David's big plan was to get a car, but the military booted all the cars in the in the yeah. town square. Ex- Which seems... Seems weird. So, imagine the time it takes, like, I have never put a boot on a car but I guarantee just slashing the tires is a lot faster. I know. They put a boot on each one of these. <laughs> hey, man. It's just slash They're the tires. They're efficient, I guess. Um, and they do find one car, but it's the hunter's car, and they yes. drive away. Yeah. And David's like, I got that old cop beater yeah. that we could use. Yeah. And so that's their plan is to get to David's house. Yeah. But they got to walk there. Yeah. And it's all, it's like under, it's, he's working on it. Yeah, there's a, also a lot to get through. Um, they have to walk through quite a decent amount mm-hmm. to get there. And before they get there, they go to uh, Becky's boyfriend's house. They, like, cross That's right. into... Because to get to David's house, they have yeah. to cross through they his... They live in, like, a farmhouse property. Yeah. Like everybody does. Um, Becky's obviously very concerned because she she loves him. Mm-hmm. Um they get to his house and a boyfriend man points a gun mm-hmm. at Becky because he doesn't know if they're infected or not. Right. Um, and we have this funny little scene where uh, David disarms him. Yeah, very <laughs> easily. Becky's like, don't be an asshole. Don't beat him up. <laughs> He's a good boy. Um, but then we get to see how the military actually is treating the situation. Uh, well, how they decided to start yeah. treat because again, I don't think they planned on killing everyone. I have a theory that we'll get to at the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like theories. Yeah. Um, we're coming up on the thirty-minute mark, so hopefully this doesn't pause again. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, we quickly see the military. Uh, we see boyfriend's mom runs out, and he gets really concerned, so he runs after her. Military doesn't even ask questions. They just shoot him. Yeah. And, and then shoot and, his mother. And, and then the burn char- them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the main characters are all hiding in the barn yeah. like, across the yard. Yeah. Um, and then... David does a couple hand signals to Russ because yeah. there's a military guy about to come in and they disarm this dude pretty easily. Well, it turns out he's just like one of the town folk working for the military. Oh, is he? They act like they know who he is. Oh, interesting. They're like, well, they are shocked to see that it's, it's, it's he's just a kid. He's just a kid. And I thought they were like, Jerry? And he's like, oh, they just paid me to do <laughs> I don't know. And he gives up like all the information. Yeah, he was like, I didn't sign up for this. Um, yeah, you know, we're killing innocent people. Uh, this is not what I want to do. But if right. you let me go, I won't say anything that you're here. And he right. does keep to his word. Is this when he does tell them that they're going to, to just like, destroy? No, no that no. is never. That is never said until they are on the truck radio. It's difficult because, again, not, <laughs> to, not to reference the, the last podcast, it's a very similar storyline in in the sense of, like, how things go. Yeah, town going to shit. Town going to shit and then how it ultimately resolves. Yeah. Fucking Resident Evil turning one of my favorite genres of movies into a <laughs> trash pile. Um so yeah so they let that guy go russ is mad because he has to give the cool rifle back yeah (laughs) but also it plays into this idea of like he wants the rifle for what reasons yes is russ you know going crazy they do a good job at unfortunately russ does eventually he is infected and they do a good job at slowly watching this man intimately lose Right. control of right. what he wants to do yeah not nearly as fast as maybe some of the other characters yeah and, g- and g- it's very personal and given right. to his violent in a uh, uh, uh yeah his violent tendencies mm-hmm. uh, and we see that in in full display for the first time at least when they make it to david's house to get the car um and the wife and kid of the guy he shot in the beginning of the movie are hiding out in his house and again this is where we kind of see these people do have like intelligence to them because these two are infected yes well infected because they're all very veiny and stuff and they're just waiting there for him yeah and again assuming because that he killed her husband slash dad it's yeah it's this weird intention that yeah you wouldn't think they would have yeah (laughs) Poor Judy. Judy goes through a lot in this movie. Yeah. They tie her up. Yeah. They're about to kill David. We have this really gnarly scene where they stab David's hand, and he has to pull his hand <laughs> with the knife and use. Oh, it's real gross. And he uses this hand. To he uses stab. His, his new hand knife. Yeah, his modified hand knife <laughs> to stab uh, the woman in the neck. Um. Russ comes in and shoots the kid. Yeah. And this is the first indication because these these two are dead, but then Russ puts the rest of his clip into both the son and the mom right, for like no reason. And he's like very deadpan when he does it. Yeah. Uh, so you can see that he's starting to become sick. Yes. And Judy says as much. Yeah. Um, but poor David doesn't really want to believe it because no. you know he is. He, he likes Russ, obviously. Russ is his buddy. Russ is also, like, 
Somebody he's supposed to protect as his deputy. I think he's the only deputy in that town. Right. It's just the, the two, two of them. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they get in the car. There's like this. They're chased by a helicopter. They make it a decent way out. Yeah. But they're chased by a helicopter into a car wash. Oh, my God. This scene. <laughs> you liked it or you didn't like it? I like it a lot. But why? I mean, this is the classic. It, I never know what I want in a movie. I don't want it to be too hard. I yeah. don't need it to be too easy. But yeah. it's like they they scoop into a car wash to, you know, get out of the view of a helicopter. And the car wash is staffed by people that are infected. Why? Why are they just waiting inside of a car wash? I didn't read it as the staff. I thought it was just infected that followed them there. In a car? I don't know. <laughs> and I didn't mean staffed. I mean, like, in quotes, like, like they are just waiting around for a car. Yeah, it is kind of silly. But I did think is cool how they did it in the car. This scene like, is they awesome. send them through the car wash. This scene is awesome. Yeah. With, I really like it. With all, like, the wipers and yeah. everything. So like, it's the, totally disoriented. Yeah. They're getting attacked by these infected who are inside, like, one of those automated car washes where your wheels lock inside like a trench yeah russ gets like his shotgun pulled away from him at one yeah. point somebody goes through like the windshield trying to grab judy at some point and yeah. they're able they get through the car wash they think they got everybody and then poor poor becky is yeah. pulled out of the car with a cable yeah they like somehow wrap uh like a hose like maybe some sort of water hose for washing like around her neck and out the back of the car to hang her. And she's not hanging that long. Oh, no. There's like she's immediately dead. I'm assuming it snaps her neck. That's but what, yeah. There's no yeah indication. But they jump out of the car. That's what I wrote in my notes. Uh, I like. I guess the force must have broken Broke her neck. Her yeah. neck, yeah. But do you remember why they get out of the car at the end of the car wash? Because cause they drag Becky away. Oh, so they went so, after her. So, yeah, yeah, Judy's running over her to get her down to see if she can... Uh, right. uh, resuscitate her and then their car is blown up <laughs> yeah but their car is now outside of the car wash and this helicopter comes by and like feet away from them just sends like a missile into the car <laughs> yeah uh, and, and Russ starts laughing and because again, yeah. at this point it's both like hysteria and he's becoming infected right so now they have poor guys have to walk um, and and this is the scene with the guy you think is the mayor yeah I um, guess we, they see a uh, like a one of the unmarked cars coming towards them, and David is like, "I'm gonna get that guy out of the car and then take the car." Right. Russ is like, "No, I'm gonna blow out their tires with yeah. this spike trap." Completely upends Ruining. the car, wrecks the car. Guy stumbles out and tells them they get some answers. Yes. They tell them that it is codenamed Trixie. It is a stick with me now. <laughs> Rabdeverade prototype. Sounds good to me. Judy is like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yep, yep. <laughs> I'm a doctor. That makes sense. Yep, yep. Um, and she asks like what the incubation time is, and he says, in 48 hours you're either dead or one of them, or right. you don't have it. Right. So at this point, it's safe to assume that Judy and David don't, don't have it. But maybe not. Yeah, for Russ. Yeah. Uh, Russ just shoots him. Is this also where the, he says that it was made to destabilize a small country? Or whatever? Yes, he goes on this whole rant of like it was used to destabilize small countries as like 
what do you call it? Targeted strikes. It's amazingly. And they just, just lost it. Right. It's <laughs> amazingly openly like CIA, like, oh, yeah, we use this in other places. Oh, yeah, we were going <laughs> to use this as like a drone strike. It's not a big deal. The t- movie spends no time on why this is a problem. Right. <laughs> but this is where I have a bit of a different take on like whether or not. Is this your theory? I can do it now because I think with the the idea that they use this to destabilize a country, my immediate first thought was, oh, they tested it on this town and this is all a ploy, like fake. Now, why yeah. is there why is there a, a dead pilot with the plane? I don't know. That doesn't line that, up in my theory, but I would think that they used it on this town. The ending ending of this movie kind of goes hand in hand with what you're saying. Yeah, and we'll. I'll explain what that means. We're getting close to the end here. Um, Russ and David have like a little scuffle. Russ is like fully, not fully infected at this point, but he's 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 like he's he's uh, yeah he's aggressive and he's like I saved you how many times blah blah blah, (laughs) and he almost shoots him, but he's like just walk right in front of me. And so again, it seems like another like five minute like walk. They are walking here. Yeah, and Russ is like. God, this rifle's heavy, and just shoots off a couple shots and throws yeah. it away. David's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, confront him." Mm-hmm. Gets real close to him, and he's able to disarm him. Yeah, uh, and then he has this really sad moment where he asks David, "He's like, I'm not right, am I?" Yeah, and that's when it's clear that yeah, he's going bet- in between aggressive mental state and normal cognizance. Yeah. yeah. And they get to a military checkpoint where there's really no way through. And Russ is like, I'm going to distract him. Right. So you guys can run along this bank, like kind of cross the river past the checkpoint. He's like, I'm done anyway. Let me do this for you, please. It's a cool scene. It's a, yeah, it's really sad. And Russ is starting to look really like gaunt. Like his eyes are sunken in and he's all wet. Everybody's wet. Yeah. That's a mark of a good movie, baby. Yeah. The wetter it is, the better it is. That you can sign me up for I that. I mean, a lot of the zombies in Welcome to Raccoon City were wet. The wetter, the better. They should have been wetter. <laughs> then it would have been better. <laughs> That's the end of your review. Yeah, you know I'm always saying the wetter, the better. Yeah. I'm just going to keep on saying that. Um, poor Russ. Poor Russell dies. Uh, they yep. make it to like a truck diner. Um, and this is where they notice all the dead charred bodies in the truck and they're yeah. like they're never gonna let us go yeah um they have a tent scene where david david finds uh, an 18 wheeler that's still working um and he's able to uh turn the radio on and this is where he starts hearing uh, like what sounds like a military countdown he doesn't know what it's a countdown to but right. he knows that there's a countdown um and then the three poachers are back and this time they're fully just gone gone yeah they're not talking they're not talking to each other. yeah they're not talking all the veins in like their face are black and they're fully at this point just gone right and uh we have another scene where one of the big guys drags david out of the truck and they have a fight underneath like the underbelly of the truck because it's like a it's like a truck repair station yeah, as well. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and like, but again, there's this thing that happens where he like sets him on fire, and then the fire chases him, and he has to like <laughs> jump out of the little thing that he's in. And also, why wouldn't the fire then make the 
truck explode because it's right below it. Yeah, it's a lot of oil and gas. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple scenes that are just like, this is not good. Yeah, and this gets to my least favorite scene where they're driving away, the countdown comes in, the military bombs the shit out of the... Like nuclear bomb. Nuclear bomb, and they don't outrun it. They get no. blown over, and they survive. Yep, they just, like, crawl out of, like, the <laughs> dust, and then they're walking again. With, like, tourist clothing on. Right. They have, like, gas station clothing on that right. says, like, I heart Iowa, Iowa or whatever. Yeah. Again, um, if this is a nuclear bomb, no way. No fucking way. And also... The special effect was not very good. That was the big one that, yeah, of all the effects, set design, lighting, camera, that that sucked. Yeah. It's um, a pretty cheesy looking bomb. You see them, you know, they're happy they're alive. We're supposed to feel like relieved because they're walking toward, they're close to Cedar Rapids yeah, at this point. Yeah, you can see the town or the city. And that's when, into your theory, the last scene is another satellite image like they did at the beginning of the movie with ogden marsh where it says 1200 people initiate quarantine protocol this time it says cedar rapids it's like 150,000 people and then it says initiate quarantine protocol so we're led to believe that i guess one of two things happen the virus spread there Mm -hmm. or they did another another targeted strike Right, and I I think that they did. I mean, I have no idea. My theory's a little goofy, but I kind of think it was like they intended to test it on this small town, thinking that they did annihilate the town and that there yeah, would be thinking that they left. could contain it. And I think what they're saying is this satellite is seeing two infected people walking towards the town. Now they're going to have to initiate quarantine again. But not uh, intentionally. I think they thought that it would just end at this small town. Like in, uh, they, they thought that they would kill everybody. Right. And that. So is that like inferring that they're like carriers? In they're some carrying way? it. Yeah. Ugh. At least the Wikipedia plotline too says that it ends with the the military assuming that they're infected, and as they walk towards an, a larger town, they're just going to keep this quarantine thing. Where. You could skip the whole song and dance and just fucking. Why don't you just send a missile one more time down these two people? Yeah. Then you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't even have to do that. You could just like send any number of people after. This. Right, just one guy <laughs> with a gun. But it's like that's where it felt very similar to the ending of Welcome to Raccoon City, where like it has an overlay of text and it's like infected or like survivors zero zero. <laughs> but then it like fixes itself because there's five or six people. Yeah, I'm not. I don't love the ending, it and would, it's yeah. hard to end a movie like this. I think. And Did you see the after or the in between credit scene? There, there is one. Yeah, it's very short. What is it? It's a news cast of Grand Rapids, oh. and they're talking about how the it's seemingly that the military and the government got ahead of people finding out that this entire town was nuclear. Ah, okay. And so they're saying that a chemical plant exploded there Uh, for like fertilizer and farming and that they don't know how many survivors there are, but that it's like a massive death toll. Um, And so you keep seeing this news report, but it's like glitching out. And then all of a sudden an infected like is in front of the camera like, are you? (laughs) And then it cuts the black. (laughs) It's like they're doing the report and like, they don't see this guy walk up in front of the camera. You don't see that the cameraman is one of the infected. And again, the infected aren't like zombies who are running around making a lot of like noises. Yeah. They like put like a different kind of zombie in at the end. Uh, and they do 
say when she's talking to the guy that says that it's uh, codenamed Trixie and it's the wrap up whatever yeah. virus, he does. Doesn't he say that it's gone airborne and it's no longer constrained to the water, which would make more sense. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not being, it's the infected don't infect others. No, there's nothing you can do by killing. You're not biting. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. They're not like passing it along inside there again. So if you cut off the water, then it should have stopped. I don't know. Yeah. The ending is. It's not that great compared to the rest of the movie. Yeah. The rest of the movie is really good. But again, I think it's another great, I like a cliche zombie movie, or not cliche, but like the usual type of brain zombie, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I need to eat brains. But I also really like when there's different conceptions of uh, mass infection. Yeah, yeah. There's another movie kind of like this where it's, it's not zombies it's people who are violent it's called the signal mm. and it makes people violent through a literal signal through the tv uh-huh. um it's an it's a like a very low budget indie movie but it's all right, it was all right. Um, that's the only reason i referenced that happening is because there is that sense of like yeah that's people killing themselves. themselves it's all suicidal but yeah I do like the idea of like what is a zombie kind of like or what is the point of a zombie movie? Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's a hysteria of like mass infection and and uncontrollable sort of brainwashing, but in this case, it's a little different, and it's just it's just violent. Yeah, I think at least the action in this movie kind of goes a little further with uh, dealing with the weight of what it means to enact violence on another person mm-hmm. especially in a close-knit community where you know a lot of them right. Going, es- yeah especially also because the main character is the sheriff and he's supposed to protect all of right them. going back to your original question it, yeah it would be difficult to be in this type of apocalypse yeah you can definitely throughout the movie see the toll it's taking on mm-hmm. both him and judy but it, and it's all points to just i guess isolation is not only kind of what happens to the infected and the crazy but also like the only solution is to like hide from these people yeah the whole movie is about isolation just running away yep. trying to stay hidden yeah they never try and like fight no i kind of like that and yeah. this and for whatever reason the way it looked the way it felt it reminded me of the movie cabin fever if you ever seen that i have not oh, i know that it's very bloody it's very disgusting yeah but it's a similar idea of like People slowly get infected and you're just kind of like, it's just the panic of trying to stay isolated. Yeah. That movie has uh, Sean from Boy Meets World. In it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I know about it. And it's that good. it's very bloody. I really like it. What? It, had it? How, how did they get sick in that movie? Uh, it's a big spoiler if I say. I mean, this whole podcast, if you're listening to it and you haven't seen the movie before. Spoiler alert yeah. for Cabin Fever, I guess. Uh, it's the, and it's a direct ripoff of what I said before. It's, it's the drinking water. And so the one, oh, right. the one guy's reaction to everybody getting sick is he just gets drunker and drunker. And nice. he never gets infected Hell because yeah. all he does is drink beer. Fuck yeah. But then it's an awesome, it's like the original Night of the Living Dead, I think. Is does it, it's just people getting sick? Like, nobody's killing each other? No, and that's the kind of cool part. It's hysteria of, like, just your friends. It's, like, friends who go out to a cabin for, like, a weekend. And everybody's getting sick. And for some reason, they can't leave. 
Because cabin fever. Cabin fever. And so they're all just like isolating themselves from each other and they just rot. It's disgusting. Like everyone just starts to rot away and they don't know why everyone's getting sick. And so the one guy like shuts himself in like an outdoor shed and just drinks beer until everyone, all of his friends are dead. Oh my God. And then it's, it's similar. Like the military's like scanning through and they know that like there's an infection going on. Uh And so when they see him, he's in this remote cabin. I have no idea, but like it ends by like this guy's emerging from the shed and he hears military and he's like, Hey, I'm alive and we're here. And they shoot him. Oh, nice. Classic. So there you go. That's two movies in one podcast. I love Cabin Fever. It is disgusting though. Yeah. I think that's the reason why I never watched it. Cause all the reviews I read was like, it's just like gore city. It is. It's It's like the infection is just people are rotting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good with body horror stuff. Yeah. That's all that is. Um, which is why I've never really seen like any of Cronenberg stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which people are, they go nuts over. Is that the fly? Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. a disgusting and amazing movie. That's what people say. Jeff Goldblum. You want to see a wet Jeff Goldblum? I always want to see a wet Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you should definitely see it until he goes full wet. And then you're going to have Uh-oh. to turn it off. He's pretty wet in Jurassic Park. That's a perfect amount. Mm-hmm. The fly goes too far. He's like damp. Yeah. The fly, he's... Yeah. So that does it for... <laughs> That does it for the crazies. What yeah. was your favorite part of the movie? I like, let me think about this. I think, um, you go first. I gotta think about it. I think my favorite part was the, it's not like a part, more so as it's like a tone of when he is like looking around the center of town and everything's really quiet. Yeah. And he's realizing that something's wrong. I was going to say, I don't like any particular part because each part is just sort of dealing with the crazy and, and each of those are cool. Yeah. But I like the in-between stuff, like them, the scenes of them walking and like having to deal with. Uh, rust turning and yeah. stuff like that yeah. and just the internal I don't know sort of dialogue it's a lot of silence but you know what everyone's thinking and stuff yeah um, I apologize that we had to say the word crazy so much during this yeah. episode um, next theme is uh, disaster movies and we're, we're starting yeah. with Armageddon baby and you've never seen it right I have not seen it oh it's a good one that's uh, another one with a, a glass of chocolate milk and a blankie, and I'll go to bed. <laughs> it's just very homey. Well, maybe I'll do that. <laughs> I didn't know that Billy Bob Thornton was in that movie. Yeah. There's actually quite a lot of people in that movie. I like him a lot. Yeah, it's stacked. Uh, interesting. Uh, that's directed by Michael Bay, who directed yeah. The Rock that we did not do for this podcast because no. we hated it. It was tough. That was like... <laughs> That's one of the hardest movies to try yeah. to watch. Oh, my God. That, I, like, again, don't understand why people love that movie so much. Must have had to be there or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so stick around for that. Uh, and then we'll be doing the movie Greenland, uh, which is a surprisingly decent film. Oh, cool. Uh, about uh, same type of thing, Comet coming in. Oh, okay. And this will be therapeutic for me because comments used to scare the shit out of me. Still do. Good. Um, <laughs> Hopefully you'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Through watching Armageddon, you'll realize there's I'm gonna nothing have a, to fear. Yeah, I'm going to have a tough time trying to think of action questions for this this theme. Oh. You got one? Well, it's just kind of like, what would you do with big rocks coming? 
Did you see that newer film with the Don't Look Up? Don't Look Up. Yeah, that, I thought that movie was pretty good. I love that movie. Um, yeah, so stick around for that. But in the meantime, be nice to each other. Keep watching action movies. And have a great time. Yeah, play ball. Play ball. Home run.